LW, Cristiano, ARC, and GA, Conjecture, Discuss AI Alignment Cruxes, Summary by Andrea Mietti. Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Cristiano, ARC, and GA, Conjecture, Discuss AI Alignment Cruxes, Summary, published by Andrea Mietti on February 24, 2023 on Less Wrong. The following is a summary of a discussion between Paul Cristiano, ARC, and Gabriel Alfor, hereafter GA, Conjecture, which took place on December 11, 2022 on Slack. It was held as part of a series of discussions between Conjecture and people from other organizations in the AGI and alignment field. See our retrospective on the discussions for more information about the project and the format. You can read the full transcript of this discussion here. Note that it has been lightly edited for readability. Introduction. GA is pessimistic about alignment being solved because he thinks there is, 1, an AGI race to the bottom, 2, alignment is hard in ways that we are bad at dealing with, and, 3, we don't have a lot of time to get better, given the pace of the race. Cristiano clarifies, does GA expect a race to the bottom because investment in alignment will be low, people won't be willing to slow development deployment if needed, or something else. He predicts alignment investment will be 5-50% to of total investment, depending on how severe risk appears. If the risks look significant but kind of subtle, he expects getting 3-6 to six months of delay based on concern. In his median Doomy case, he expects 1-2 to two years of delay. GA expects lower investment, 1-5%. to 5%. More crucially, though, GA expects it to be hard to turn funding and time into effective research given alignment's difficulty. Alignment difficulty, feedback loops, and phase shifts. GA's main argument for alignment difficulty is that getting feedback on our research progress is difficult, because core concepts and desiderata in alignment are complex and abstract. We are bad at factoring complex, abstract concepts into smaller more tractable systems without having a lot of quantitative feedback. We are bad at building feedback loops when working on abstract concepts. We are bad at coming to agreement on abstract concepts. All this will make it difficult to predict when phase shifts, for example qualitative changes to how systems are representing information, which might break our interpretability methods, will occur. Such phase shifts seem likely to occur when we shift from in vitro to in vivo, which makes it particularly likely that the alignment techniques we build in vitro won't be robust to them. Despite theorists arguing connecting AI systems to for example the internet is dangerous for this reason, labs will do it, because the path from current systems to future danger is complex and we may not see legibly catastrophic failures until it is too late. So, even getting better at predicting may not help. Cristiano disagrees building feedback loops is hard in alignment. We can almost certainly study reward hacking in vitro in advance, together with clear measurements of whether we are succeeding at mitigating the problem in a way that should be expected to generalize to AI coup. Conditioned on deceptive alignment being a problem that emerges, there's a greater than 50% chance that we can study it in the same sense. Furthermore, Cristiano argues most plausible approaches to AI alignment have much richer feedback loops than the general version of either of these problems. For example, if you have an approach that requires building a kind of understanding of the internals of your model then you can test whether you can build that kind of understanding in not yet catastrophic models. If you have an approach that requires your model being unable to distinguish adversarial examples from deployment cases, you can test whether your models can make that distinction. You can generally seek methods that don't have particular reasons to break at the same time that things become catastrophic. GA is skeptical that alignment techniques won't break by default when we shift from in vitro to more complex, real-life environments. In vivo, models will probably be given access to computational workspaces. For instance, they'll be able to take notes on the internet. 
This will likely change how they represent and store information, enabling models to evade the interpretability tools that rely on weights containing all models' representations. GA also mentions we may optimize against our interpretability methods. Cristiano thinks we could test the extent to which this happens in advance and doesn't think the interpretability methods to which this could happen are appealing anyways. Cristiano questions whether GA expects AIs to acquire the ability to represent concepts in ways that evade interpretability tools around the same time as catastrophe. GA replies he expects catastrophe because of this. Can using AI assistance to help humans supervise AIs work? GA suggests talking about Cristiano's models of how AI supervision can work. Cristiano gives a simplified story. We train planning AI by sampling a random set of their decisions and evaluating those decisions. We perform evaluations by using supervisor AIs. That process works well enough that any bad action, i.e. one it knows that we wouldn't like on reflection, would predictably get a low reward. So as far as our model is concerned, our loss ranks actions by goodness. So SGD selects a model that is trying to produce good actions. The two most important ways Cristiano thinks supervision may fail. Our evaluations are not good enough. We obtain a deceptively aligned model that gets a high reward only to achieve its long-term objectives, and then off distribution it pursues those objectives. The point of using supervisor AIs to improve your evaluations is to address problem 1. GA raises the difficulty that planning AIs will eventually need to propose complex, potentially dangerous plans to get us through the acute risk period. Given that we cannot train on similarly complex, dangerous examples, how can we expect supervisor AI's evaluation ability to generalize well? Cristiano asks what mechanism allows the planning AI to generalize in vivo, in order to propose plans for disempowering humanity, but not the supervisor AI, such that it can't evaluate such plans. GA offers a few stories of how the planning AI could gain capabilities, Cristiano still doesn't think they address why the supervisors don't similarly benefit or why they result in the planning AI desiring to kill everyone. This reveals some confusions of GA's about Cristiano's model of supervision. Cristiano clarifies. GA, how would the supervisor AI learn the techniques the planning AI uses? Cristiano, planning AIs and supervisor AIs get all the same data. Roughly, Planning AI is an RL system trained with a reward function equivalent to assisted human evaluation of the consequences of plans. Supervisor AI is ahead on the same model with a reward function equivalent to assisted human evaluation of the accuracy of answers. GA, the planning AI makes predictions by interacting with its environment. For instance, it might use a calculator. How does the supervisor AI make its predictions? Cristiano, the planning and supervisor AI see the same data from the environment. Note this is a point of departure in Jan Lakey's plan. The planning AI may want to use a calculator. The supervisor AI can give it a low reward if it seems risky. If the planning AI goes ahead with consulting the calculator, both will see the results. GA, how does the supervisor AI become well calibrated about which plans are risky? Cristiano, SGD should figure out the loss if it starts systematically wrong about which plans are risky. GA, okay. In sum, Supervisor AI is like a language model that has access to a RL planning AI's internals, and we calibrate it on past data. Cristiano, clarification, the internals of planning AI are trained both to help planning AI and the supervisor do their jobs. My work is focused on cases where planning AI implicitly understands something about the world, or about the consequences of a plan, but supervisor AI doesn't use that implicit knowledge to answer questions. GA raises another worry, the planning AI plus supervisor AI system could work, then the planning AI could build or become part of a more complex system of planning AI plus parts of its environment that's hard to align. Cristiano responds that if this is the main source of alignment difficulty, then it's a kind of buck-passing problem, 
It's hard for us to align AI because that AI will build or become part of a bigger AI or system that's hard to align. At some point the buck must stop and we need to hit the real difficulty. In the case of the planning AI, we're evaluating the safety of its plans, which include the impacts of those plans on alignment. So, Cristiano asks, do our evaluations fail to capture those effects? Is there a differential capabilities problem where RLAI is unable to make those evaluations? Do we fail at alignment such that RLAI doesn't even produce actions that we judge to be good? If so, then we had more immediate problems. GA argues that, as systems get more complex, seeing consequences and thereby keeping systems pointing at our objectives gets harder. Cristiano asks how this is different to the argument as humans use computational tools and less computation happens in humans, the cognition is less and less pointed at anything we care about? GA answers that it's not different, ML will just facilitate this in an extreme way, both within systems and for humanity. In particular, he worries that some ML systems will make discoveries have interactions with their environment in a way that has analogous effects to humans discovering technologies like language, and these will quickly change what those ML systems are optimizing for. So, aligning ML systems in a narrow sense will fail to robustly solve alignment. Cristiano broadly agrees that for example RLHF, adversarial training, interpretability doesn't help with the risks GA is raising. He also asks how similar GA's views are to others who expect recursive self-improvement, a sharp left turn. GA isn't sure of their views but he understands others to be focused on hardware improvements, whereas he is worried about discoveries made heuristics learned during training once deployed. Recap of cruxes. If we align ML in the narrow sense Cristiano is advocating for, GA is concerned that ML systems will become part of a larger system that won't be aligned, and very few of the technical tools Cristiano is imagining can help much with that. GA thinks interpretability won't help for understanding optimization distributed across many ML systems or between a single system and its tools, it will at best show how ML systems think about tools in each other without revealing the cognition that actually kills us. Cristiano is skeptical if, by a single ML system, we mean no parallelization and for example just one big neural net running in serial. If we just mean we train one neural net and run it trillions of times in parallel, then he's more on board. Cristiano and GA agree in principle that one ML system interacting with a computational workspace, even a very lightweight one like pencil and paper, can perform kinds of cognition qualitatively different from what happens within the ML system itself. Such a system could end up deliberately and creatively disempowering everyone without having any kind of internal representation of that fact. Coordination. GA asks how Cristiano thinks AGI labs are likely to behave, how much will they invest in alignment, how much will they slow AI development, etc. Cristiano predicts AGI labs will invest 5-50% to of total investment in alignment. Slowdown is harder to quantify. He thinks if AI systems are deceptively aligned we can probably get some evidence of that, and if they are reward hacking we can even more probably get evidence of that, and in the median case this will lead to significant slowdowns. He admits slowdowns longer than 1-2 to two years are hard for institutional political slash social reasons. GA asks why the evidence Cristiano is imagining would be so worrying compared to existing toy examples. Cristiano says current evidence shows reward hacking is possible in principle. The evidence he expects will be legibly scarier and more directly relevant, for example. Based on red teaming exercises, a coup seems like it has a non-trivial probability of success. In vitro we see that similar AI systems exhibit abrupt transitions at the point when overpowering the overseer becomes positive F. GA asks whether Cristiano actually expects warning shots like failed coup attempts and thinks they will be compelling. Cristiano actually expects them and thinks they'll be compelling enough for DeepMind OpenAI slash Anthropic Google slash Meta. On his model, 
People's objection to slowdown is that existing AI systems pose an extremely minimal risk, which is true. GA doubts will get this much value from warning shots. He expects bad behavior in vitro will not be compelling and bad behavior in real life won't be attempted until an AI thinks it has amassed sufficient power to succeed. Cristiano offers a specific scenario he thinks would be compelling. AI can try to reward hack, but if it does it will get corrected by an overseer. But a smart enough AI can successfully incapacitate the overseer. We see AI behaving well, and then once smart enough it incapacitates the overseer without intermediate unsuccessful reward hacking attempts. Some ways Cristiano thinks this could fail. This is demonstrated and people are broadly aware of the risk, but it's hard to fix or to precisely estimate risk and so we only get a bit of delay before the world moves forward. Deceptive alignment occurs, with no similar in vitro warning shot. We overfit to human level, for example if you use RLHF, with real human evaluators, to reduce takeover risk, you will have failure only past human level. Cristiano notes this is particularly tough with language models. You need to build a setting in which AI systems are smart enough to understand the dynamics of overpowering the overseer without inadvertently overfitting to the level of oversight coming from webtext. Cristiano also asked several questions which did not get addressed for lack of time. Why can't we study this phase shift in advance? Why can't we construct cases where we try to train our AI not to think about X, but then it learns to think about X anyway prior to catastrophic AI, and then study them in advance? Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.